0: you can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self so dive deep with us get inspired and start living your life on purpose hello and welcome back to the Luna human design podcast with your host Dana and Shayna once again. Um, We are super excited today. We are going to be doing this entire episode on manifesting generators. Woo-hoo. So for this whole episode, we are dedicating our time to just diving into the energy of man gens because we really are passionate about the fact that man gens get a little bit left out a lot of times with human design because they are a hybrid of manifestors and generators. So oftentimes they kind of just get lumped in as generators, but they have so many, um, differences in their energy and in their design. So we feel really passionately that they deserve to have their own section, their own space where we're just talking about manifesting generators because they're over 30% of the human mm-hmm. population are man gens. So it's really unfair to kind of lump them into the other groups, I think.
1: Yeah. And the world really needs gens to step into their power and to really show us the way. And they can't do that if we're, you know, sweeping them under the rug or lumping them in with manifestors or with generators, because they're really, they're their own type. They have such different qualities than generators and then Um, And also different than manifestors. So yeah, we're excited because we have so many manifesting generator friends in our life, like Steffi, you guys all know, she is a badass manifesting generator. But then, you know, Brian's dad and our best friend's mom and just so many people around like our small knit circle of humans are manifesting (laughs) generators. And it's really incredible to see when they do step into their alienness, if you will, they're just like <laughs> superhumanness. When they really step into their power and just do all the things, it's incredible to see how fast they can do things and how quickly life just kind of circles through to support
0: them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I notice all the time when I'm observing my husband, Jared, who's a man, Jen, like he flows with change so effortlessly whereas like i feel like that's a huge theme in human's lives is allowing change and allowing yourself to evolve and grow and like not stay with something out of fear but to instead let things change in your life as they naturally do and i feel like mm-hmm. i learned that from him all the time like just letting things happen letting them come letting them go letting them flow and change and there's so much power and freedom and um, inspiration there from living your life that way. And we'll talk about this as we get into like man Jen's energy, but they really are here to be this way shower and to show us the range of possibilities that exist for all of us. When we allow ourselves to be open and to be flowing and to have all of the interests and be excited about all the things. They're really inspiring people. Like every man Jen that I've met, they're like, oh yeah, I make jewelry and I have my own business doing that. Oh, and I make these essential oils. Oh, and I'm a professional boxer on the side. And you're like, what mm-hmm. you are a man gen because those yeah. things had nothing to do with each other, but somehow you have a passion for all of them and they effortlessly flow together. And you know, that's the thing about man gens when they have all of these different interests, somehow there's this through line that it makes sense and that it works and that it feels right and it feels in flow because they have the energy that supports that. Yeah, whereas a lot of projectors tend to be conditioned. To want to live as a man, Jen, and have all these different interests and be good at all of them and do all of the things and finish all the things. But when you're around that energy, for some reason, it kind of feels wrong. It feels like repelling, or it just feels off. Forced. Yeah, for a projector, because it's not right for them. But when a manifesting generator is in that flow, it just like feels right, and it feeds you. And that's the hallmark of living in alignment. Yeah. And it feels
1: exciting and almost like the world is in awe of them Mm -hmm. when they're really just, you know, they're, they're able to have multiple businesses, Mm -hmm. you know, they can have 10 different businesses and just be bouncing around from each one, doing what excites them and what, what they feel called to do in each moment. And to the rest of the world that can feel like, Oh my gosh, you're so crazy. Or it can feel like, wow, this is incredible that you can do all these things. Mm-hmm. If you think of like, you know, famous people who have multiple businesses and they're totally just on fire and lit up and bouncing between all those things. That's a man, mm-hmm. Um, so, and that is a way shower. And that's here to push our boundaries of what we think is possible within ourselves. So that's not to say, you know, because a has 10 businesses, me as a projector, I see that and say, Okay, well, I can have 10 businesses, it's more so to say, okay i can push myself to do a little more to be to follow what excites me to lean into what i love and have play and have fun and that i can be successful by having play and by having fun Mm -hmm. Um, and that is what i'm learning from these man gens because Mm -hmm. they're doing it and they have the energy to do it all Mm -hmm. and to have fun while doing it so i can let in that fun and that play into my life more into all the different areas that I need to like loosen up and bring in more excitement.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so true. That's such a good point. Like manifesting generators inspire me to enjoy like the physical realm. You know, like whenever we're we're around Steffi, she always is making me want to dance and like sing. And I'm like, Oh, I forgot that I can (laughs) move my body and have fun like this and play and like feed off of her energy when I'm around her. And it's so fun for me. Or when I'm around Jared to be inspired to go hiking and to go climbing and all of these physical really play in the physical realm. Because as a projector, when I'm in my own world, like I'm always so in my thoughts and really observing things and in the realm of kind of my spirituality. And I forget that I can have this like fun outburst of energy and play and how fulfilling and fun that is sometimes to allow myself to go there Mm -hmm. when I'm around man, Jen, it's really Fun, I think.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I've been really observing how manifesting generators affect me. Well, how anyone affects me just having such an open chart and mm-hmm. trying not to judge it or hang on to anything and really just allow myself to be and have awareness and observe, right? So mm-hmm. it's so funny because we just recently went into this new moon in Scorpio and I'm a Scorpio. So I'm really affected by this new moon. And I didn't think I was going to be, but then boom. Yep. I was. (laughs) And I've kind of been just not in a mood, but just like, um, you know, going through certain, you know, shadowy parts and having those be brought to the surface. And I've been really kind to myself, giving myself time, allowing myself to just, you know, feel what I'm feeling, talk about what I'm feeling and really practice self-care during this time. But my point is that Steffi texted me this morning just about her life and just exciting things. And I was literally feeling like, I don't even want to take a shower today. Like I'm just going to be an oily little grease ball. And like, I don't care if I'm dirty. Like, I don't care. I just want to sleep and I want to watch movies and I want to, you know, work on people's charts, but in my PJs, and that's it. And she texted me and she was like, yeah, I'm just drinking some cacao and working on some charts and this and this. And I'm excited about this. And I'm excited about that. And literally just from her text message, it gave me energy. Yeah, And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to FaceTime you. Let me hop in the shower and then I'll call you after. Mm -hmm. And like literally just receiving her energy through a text, Mm -hmm. I was energized and could use that to like, oh, what? What excites me? Like I kind of lost focus on that. And cacao excites me. And um, you know, diving into people's charts and talking about all this excites me. So just that little spark of energy from her through the text really was a subconscious like way shower mm-hmm. energetically for me. Yeah. I've been just really observing that. And I do it with you as well, since you're emotionally defined. Mm-hmm. I feel that in my own body a lot too when you have your lows or your highs, I feel it so much in mm-hmm. me, because we're so connected that I feel like sometimes I can feel it even when we're not together or even mm-hmm. talking. <laughs> like, I'm like, why am I feeling low or high? And then I talk to you and you're like, Oh my gosh, I just crashed on my wave. And I'm like, that's why. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, that was a sidetrack. But I just <laughs> wanted to mention that that Mangin's if you're open to it and you're not a mangen, they can really affect you. And also if you are a manjin just realizing how your energy is a gift to other people around yes. you. Just like that text message, just her feeling like, yes, I need to text Shana. That was her trusting her gut and, and messaging me. And that was giving me that energy that I needed. So just think of your energy as a gift for you to thrive and connect and, um, succeed in the world around you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Manifesting generators when they are lit up and they are doing what they excites them and they are living in their truth, following their sacral responses. Like they are so vibrant and electric. And when you're in their presence, you are like bathing in their vibe and wow. just them just being who they are and trusting in themselves and honoring who they are and like deconditioning and instead just really being who they are is such a gift to the world. Like I can't even like tell you. So yeah, without further ado, like let's officially just get into yes. as a type, what is a man gen? What is a manifesting generator? Out of the five types, They are a hybrid of manifester and generator, but they are their own type, like we were saying before. And about 30% of all humans are manifesting generators. And out of the five types, they are really here to physically do what they love, what excites them on the physical plane every single day. So they have Mm -hmm. a lot of energy, the most energy out of any of the types and that energy is here for them to work on things that truly excite them that truly make their body want to jump to action and they have the power they have since they are this hybrid they have that generator sacral power to see things through to completion and they also have a lot of power from their motors connecting to their throat that helps them get things started and once they've responded to something they have a lot of forward motion in their energy that helps things become reality really, really quickly. So that's why they're so capable and um, able to accomplish so much on the physical plane is because they have these two complementary sides of their sacral being defined and having motors um, that gives them energy towards manifesting things into reality.
1: Yes. So they can kind of, you can kind of think of them as, um, as a train, right? Go, like going down the track, high speed train, and they're just making moves. They're chugging past things and they're doing this, they're doing that. And that motor, that sacral energy is, is allowing them to get things done. And that train conductor is there being able to guide which way they're going to go and say, we're going to go this way, we're going to go that way, we're going to go this way. So they're able to manifest things and take initiative, initiate things, but they're also able to pour that sacral, get it done energy into those things that they want to, that they want to start. So the trick for manifestors is to make sure that their engine is going before they start conducting down a route or Mm -hmm. taking a left turn or a right turn.
0: Right. Right. Otherwise they can be like a missile shooting off, but it has no like direction that it's going and then it just is chaos. But if they have that engine going first, like, "Oh yeah, I'm excited by this. This is my body wanting to participate in this. And then they take that action. That's going to really lead them to their path with ease. The whole idea of human design is using these strategies, knowing your type. So that you can experience the highest vibration of your path, the highest potential that you have with ease. So for manifesting generators, it's really important for them to allow their energy to go wherever it wants and to have many different interests and to potentially have many different careers all at once. Like we were saying before, because they have all of this physical energy and it shifts and changes really quickly. So manifesting generators also, they need a lot of exercise and they need to use that energy. They need to use their body every day. Um, and their body is like a battery that's creating energy. And then when they do things that they love, they burn that energy and create more energy. So they also need to eat a lot of food potentially to fuel their body as the machine that it is. And it's important for them to know, like if, if you're a manifesting generator and you're not using all that energy, like you're sitting in one place all day long, that that's going to be a really, um, volatile misuse of your energy because you have all of this energy inside of you and nowhere to put it correctly. Um, so that's not ever going to feel right for you. Another thing about manifesting generators is they work best when they're multitasking and they're setting their own hours. They're doing things on their own way in their own time. Um, So it's really a good fit for a lot of manifesting generators to kind of be their own boss or to have a job where they have a lot of freedom. Mm -hmm. And another thing about them is that they are really here to inspire others and show them a new way to do things like we were saying before with their free flowing way of letting themselves change and move and flow.
1: Yeah. And that's because they the, like manifesting generators just naturally have so many different passions and so many different interests, at least for all of the mansions that we've met that rings so true just in their life. And a lot of times they can feel like it's not okay to have so many interests or that that seems flaky or insecure, but they're here to, to be able to multitask and to be able to bounce around between A, B, C, and D and all of these different passions that they have. Um, and that's actually the healthiest thing that they can do. So if they're in a job where they have to, you know, be relied upon to do This very strict thing or this very set way of doing things, it's going to be giving their energy away, if you will. Um, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be that juicy life force energy where they, they can just bring to fruition all of these amazing, magical things that truly can change the world. Um, they're going to be giving their energy way to other people in a way that doesn't even feed those other people well and mm-hmm. doesn't feed themselves well. So and it'll lead to you know dissatisfaction in life overall. So being able to allow yourself as a man to work out when you want and to work on this project and then this project and go eat lunch with this person and then give this person a call and then go to this event and then go home and sleep for three days like whatever it is that you're needing, Um, that your body is being called to do is, is really, really healthy. And the more that you can allow yourself to do that, the more free you'll, you'll feel. And also the more energy you'll be able to give to other people just by them being around
0: you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say in general, human design really is the study of all of the different energy types, aura, And so for a manifesting generator, the way that they can best clear their aura and have their aura be working for them is really to allow themselves that liberty and freedom to do what they want, to eat what they want when it feels good to them and to really follow that like intuition from their body. Like my body just wants this. My body is desiring this. My This is exciting my body and my body is naturally moving towards it. And the more that they mm-hmm. can clear up any guilt or confinements about how they how they can use their energy, um, the clearer their aura is and the more magnetic their presence is, and they'll be able to draw in these amazing experiences in their life for them to respond to. I think that the way that a manifestor really finds their passion in life and finds their purpose is really through that physical seeing what they're excited about and then trying it. And then their path is just showed to them through their actions and through which actions stick and which ones light them up and continue to light them up and which ones don't. Yes. It's important for manifesting generators to stay present and to not be because they are so efficient and so quick. Their energy moves really quickly. They have all of this fiery, passionate energy. So it's really important for them to not get in their mind and try to be like Mm -hmm. five steps ahead, figuring out what they're going to do next, what they're going to do next. But instead to really always be present, like slow down, be in the moment. And then what's coming towards me, then I can be quick and respond to it as quickly as I want, or as much as my body tells me to, but it's important for them to not get ahead of themselves because that is like one of the worst things that they can do for their energy to experience their not self theme.
1: Yeah. Because if
0: you go back to
1: that train analogy if they're making decisions with their mind, right, just as the conductor, and they're saying, I want to start this, and I want to start that, and I want to start this, because I feel like I should, or because this makes sense, or this is rational, then they don't have that energy behind it that was ignited from their sacral when they responded to something. So then they're trying to pull this train from the the front of the train down these tracks. And It would be so much faster and so much more efficient and so much more um, easy and beautiful if they just stopped and said, okay, what is directly in front of me? What does my body say to this? Do I feel Mm -hmm. like this is a yes or do I feel like this is a no? And then when it's a yes, then you've got that fuel and that, that engine going for your conductor to say, okay, let's take this here and let's take it there and let's take it there. So it's really taking a moment if you're ever feeling frustrated or angry, um, or overwhelmed even to just take a moment and say, okay, what is directly in front of me right now? What is being presented to me to say, to respond to, and Mm -hmm. if it's nothing, that's fine. Um, you can, you know, be creative and dive into the things that, That do excite you or just take a minute to journal or whatever that can be slowing down. When, when things talk about slowing down for manifesting generators, it's not necessarily, you know, Oh, let me halt everything and then really slow down. It's more so you know, just taking a minute to see what's directly in front of you and then responding. You can still be going on that fast track and doing all the things. It's just taking a moment
0: to allow yourself to respond instead of always initiating. Mm-hmm. For manifesting generators, their medicine is getting in touch with the now, their senses, like this, you know, what is in front of them because they have some of that forward, pressure to like continue driving forward on their train. Um so that really is like their number one medicine, I would say, is to slow down and just get super present um and be in the moment. And it's interesting because one of the gifts that man gens have to offer to the world is their efficiency. And something that they're really amazing at is finding shortcuts and finding better ways to do something. But the catch is That only really works for them when they stay present and when they slow down and allow themselves to see and feel exactly what is in front of them in the moment. Um, And if they abandon that sense of presence, then their shortcuts are actually going to be missing steps. And it's not going to be efficient in the long run because they're going to have to go back and fix things that they skipped over. So um, that idea of being present is super important for man-gens and for their overall well-being, And I just wanted to get into kind of the mechanics of what a manifesting generator is. So if you are looking at your chart, if you're listening to this and you don't have your chart, um, then you can go to mybodygraph.com and get your chart that way for free. Or you can go to our website, daylunalife.com and book a reading with us, or you can order a printed version of your chart in a booklet. But anyways, that you get your chart, especially if you're a man, Jen, and you're listening to this, make sure you're looking at your chart. The main mechanics that define a manifesting generator, first of all, is that you have a defined sacral, um, which means that's like the generator side of you. So anyone that's a generator has a defined sacral. And that is a really, really powerful center in the body graph because it's really like the main source of life force energy, the energy that feeds all humanity, that feeds all of our physical experience here on earth as far as like accomplishing things and working on the physical realm. So um, if you're a manifesting generator, you have that divine sacral generator style And on top of that, you have at least one of your four motors in your body graph connected to your throat. And that defined motor and connection to your throat is the reason that you're able to move so quickly as a man-gen from responding to your environment into doing things and starting things and working towards them in your physical reality. And since all man-gens are kind of a hybrid, a mixture of manifesting gen- manifester and generator. You can kind of see if you have more manifesting or more generating energy. If your sacral is connected directly to your throat through a channel, then you have more manifesting energy. And if you don't have a direct connection there, then you have more generating energy. But we also Mm -hmm. kind of feel like the more motors you have and the more channels you have with your motors all connected to your throat, that kind of lends you towards the more manifesting side of the spectrum.
1: Yeah. So if you can look at your chart and see if your sacral is attached in some way um, to your throat, that's a good sign for you to say, okay, I do have a lot of manifesting energy and it would be really beneficial for you to go back and listen to our manifester episode just so that way you can really get a handle on informing because informing is really, really important. If you do have that manifestor side or more manifestor side, because you can be moving and doing things so quickly that you need to make sure that you're aware of the fact, whether you're informing people of all the things that you're doing just to bring them into your world a little bit and to include them in everything that's going on with you. So, um, just take a peek at that and then go back and listen to, um, the manifestors episode on informing and how you can apply that in your life.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The last like mechanical thing about being a man, gen is your aura. So out of the five, you know, energies, you have the aura of a generator. So you're open and you're enveloping. And when people are physically around your aura, they feel embraced by you. They can feel your life force energy you're creating. They can feel your excitement that you're creating from responding to life. But it is, you know, since you are that mixture Of manifestor, there is a hint of that. Like your your aura just being really big. And like when you walk into a room, people can really feel your presence. And I think uh, manifesting generators naturally have a lot of impactfulness. Their energy is just really like out there for people to experience and feel when they're around you. Once again, with manifesting generators, since your aura is that open enveloping, big, impactful, beautiful aura. Um, the best thing that you can do for the world and for the people that you love is to be excited about life and to do what you love, because your aura is going to naturally affect people that you're around. And if you want to affect people in a positive way, then the way that you can do that is by listening to your gut and doing what you love and Mm-hmm. not forcing yourself to do things that you don't want to do because that is never going to feed people in the way that they are craving for you to feed them as, you know, this, a magnetic, beautiful, juicy, you know, sacral energy that's going out and like blessing everyone with your, with your love and your light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's hard for mangens to allow themselves to, do what they love all the time, every single day. And because as they're creating things and there's things that have to get done and there's things that they feel like they should do for this new creation that they've started. And so the, the key with that really is to just be really honest with yourself and say, okay, what things am I doing that? What are the things that I'm doing that excite me? And what are the things that I'm doing that don't? And just getting really clear about that. And then also just having that awareness, you can maybe even ask other people to step in and help you with some of those things that aren't exciting for you. Because like we've said a few times, the more that you can do the things that purely excite you, the more that you can give to the world around you and to the people around you. So, um, it's really, really important to just be really present in, in the now in your body. And if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling you know bogged down with all of the things that you should be doing or the tasks that have just become mundane to you and not exciting to just take that energy and and move it into your body really picture you know your body being filled with that anxiety or that energy and allowing yourself to just take note of how does my body feel when i think about this thing and then when i think about that thing how do I want to react. Do I want to pull away or do I want to lean into it? Do I want to keep going down this route? And you don't have to change things overnight. You can just really allow yourself to have awareness and talk to people and inform them, especially if you have that manifestor side, um, telling them of the things that are bogging you down or the things that you're excited by or the things that you're wanting to create or all the different passions that you have. Um, So that way, they can support you because you're not here to do things in a way that other people do them. You're just not. You're here to do them in a way that is uniquely you. And the way that that comes forth to be known is by all of those small decisions that you make every single day with your body yes or no, yes or no. And that's how the world gets to see what is uniquely you. What is this unique thing that you? somehow created with all these many different passions.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's so true. Like when you meet a manifest, a manifesting generator that is like in alignment, like doing their thing. Like for example, our best friend, Emma, her mom, Wendy is a man, Jen, and she is super into crystals and she has a business doing real estate and she's like really into like spiritual stuff and teaching. So she, Does all of those different things. Like, she spends some days working in a crystal shop. She spends some days being uh, a real estate agent. She spends some days teaching about spirituality and like reading books and all these things. And then she's able to weave together all three of those things. So now she does like home clearings and crystal grids in all of these different homes. And like, it's so. Effortlessly powerful to see her weave together all of these different interests. She follows her own accord of like how much or little she wants of each one in her life and when she decides to do each one. And then to see them all build and become this superpower because they're all connected through her. um, It's so cool. And it's really powerful to see how um, that's so correct for her and like so in alignment and so powerful. So she's, she's like such a good example for me of a man, Jen, with all those different interests that just like perfectly weave together.
1: Yeah. And if you don't know, you know, I guess where you're headed or what direction you're going in just know that it's not your job to figure it out. It's not your job to know, you know, where's this all going to make sense or Mm -hmm. where's this all going to lead to. Because your mind is not your authority. Your mind is not here to make any decisions for you, no matter what type you are. Your mind is just here to be an observer, to say, oh, this is interesting. That's cool. That's weird. That's crazy. But when you're making the decisions for you as a man, Jen, it's important for you to be in your body Mm -hmm. all the time. And if you are feeling disconnected from your body, that can be a signpost that maybe you're making decisions mentally. Or if you're feeling frustrated or exhausted or tired, um, that can be a signpost that maybe you made a decision mentally and you've been trying to pull your train from the front up a hill and you, you need to you know just allow yourself to take a moment, get back in touch with your body, really ground yourself, really be present and say, okay, how does this make me feel in my body? And also just trusting that all of these things that you love and all of these passions will lead you towards the path that is uniquely yours. It will lead you towards your highest good and your truth and what you're here to bring to this world and bring to the people around you. The more that you can get out of your own way with judging yourself or putting guilt on yourself of, well, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that because people are relying on me or because you know, people are going to think I'm flaky or whatever. If you can just get out of your own way and just say, you know what? I'm just trusting that the fact that I want to do this today is for my highest good and that Mm -hmm. I want to do that tomorrow. And that's for my highest good. And I don't have to make sense of all of it because, um, if you're doing something that makes sense, then it's already been done. You're here to be a way shower. You're Mm -hmm. here to, to carve your own path and show us, what it is. So if it already makes sense, then that's not something that's coming from your gut. That's not something that's coming from you. That's something that your mind is trying to carve out for you. And it's, it might bring you exhaustion and
0: frustration. Ooh, that gave me chills when you said that, like, if you're here to do something, you're trying to do something that already makes sense, then you're in the wrong place. Like, that's so, that's like the theme for a man, Jen, like just trust your wild, crazy body that is responding in the moment and like just know that there is a unique path for you and you will be guided to it through those responses. Get out of your mind. Every single type obviously needs to get out of their mind and into yes. their authority. And man gems are just like such a beautiful example of that. So let's yes. get in let's get into the official strategy for a manifesting yes. generator. So as a manifesting generator, you are in the end, a generator. So your strategy is to respond, but also it's very beneficial for you to also inform. So we really think it's both. You are here to respond and inform. And what does responding actually mean? it doesn't mean necessarily that you're like sitting around waiting and never doing anything. It just means that you are being present and living your life. And when someone or something is in front of you, you feel the response in your gut, in your sacral, in your body, that you are excited by the thing in front of you, that you want to participate in it, or that you're not, and that you don't want to participate in it. And for manifesting generators, they're body is a very physical pull towards the things that excite them. So you might even feel when you're responding to something, it might feel like your body physically, like already moving towards that thing. Um, and that's good. That means that your sacral is responding. Of course, also with sacral responding. There's that aspect of letting your voice tell you these primal sounds like, Ooh, I'm excited by that. And letting that be your truth, letting that be a response. um, But just to be kind of clear, like here's an example of responding is if you saw a group of children like playing and you just feel so lit up by watching them play, you want to jump in and just teach them how to do something, then that's your body responding, that excitement, that pull towards wanting to play with them and teach them something. That's your truth. That's your response. So it doesn't always have to be like someone coming up to you and saying, "Do you want to be a teacher at this school?" Like when you see kids playing and your body feels called towards helping, that's your body responding to the environment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also if if you see something on social media or you see something on the news, um, and it's I don't know, a call for looking for people to do this, or even just talking about, I don't know, workshops or whatever. And you're, you feel lit up and excited by it. And this pull of, yes, I want to do that. Or yes, I want to help them. Or yes, I want to be involved. That's your sacral response saying that you should go that route, or you should dive in and just go try it, go take horseback riding lessons, or Mm -hmm. go, go volunteer, or go be a part of this this community. And then when you're there and you physically are, are doing something, you can then listen to your gut again of Nope, this wasn't for me or yes, it was. (laughs) And that's also true for you. So changing your mind, allowing your gut to change in each moment is another form of responding. And they're both valid. And they were both necessary for you to have that experience and to hear your truth from your body. So, it doesn't have to be, you know, you're sitting on the couch and you're waiting for someone to come up and say, "Do you want to go here?" and then you say, "Yes." It has to, <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be that formal. It can be, but it's more so you're observing something and then you're having awareness for how your body feels and you're trusting that and you're you're going with it mm-hmm. and you're allowing yourself to be fluid, you're allowing yourself to change. You're just trusting your body from moment to moment. This feels good. That doesn't. This feels great. That doesn't. And just doing it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so once the environment around you has caused your body to get excited and want to, you know, respond to something, then you can take all of the steps that you want to make it happen, to start it, to initiate it. It's just that you are not looking for a new thing in life with your mind, with mentally deciding like what's next for me, but instead you're just chilling and life happens in front of you and you respond to it and then you're able to use that initiating power to make things happen. Um, So that's the strategy of responding. And then also another thing that's really helpful is the manifestor side of informing. And what that means is... Once you have reacted positively to something that you want to, you know, participate in the, to then tell that information to people in your life, you know, to your mom or to your girlfriend or to your boss to say like, Hey, I think I'm going to take horseback riding lessons. The reason for that is because it lets people in. You move so quickly as a man, Jen, from what excites you from one day to the next day, so it's really beneficial for you. It creates a lot of support and um, from the people in your life and less resistance mm-hmm. for you to inform them. Hey, I'm excited about this new thing. I think I'm going to try it. And then you try it and you decide you didn't like it. And then you say, hey, I tried that thing and I decided it wasn't for me. And the more you can inform people in your life, the more they can support you in your journey of following that response and following that flow and following that change. Um, mm-hmm. And when you are not informing people as much, when you're not letting them in on what you felt, what you envisioned, what felt right for you, what excited you or not. When you don't inform people, they can feel kind of like, whoa, you're all over the place and you're shocking me and you're changing all the time. And how am I supposed to keep up with you? Mm -hmm. So the more you can inform people, it just makes your life easier. It just helps people get on board with your flow and your change. So, um, yeah.
1: And informing them in a way that's um, bringing them in versus you just telling them what to do, right? There's a big difference. Like if you have multiple businesses and multiple passions and you're just going from thing to thing and changing your mind and being fluid and you're really in touch with your gut and what excites you, that's great. But if you're not informing people around you, they can feel alienated and they can feel like, whoa, that came out of nowhere. And if the only way that you're informing them is by telling your employees or the people that work with you, you know, do this and do that. Okay, well now we're changing gears. So now do this and now do that. It can feel really shocking to them and almost upsetting. So again, just, just talking it out with everyone around you. of This excites me and I'm really into this, but then I had this experience and then I felt like this and you know the more that you can do that the the easier um your relationships will be in your life and even just talking about your emotions you know i'm feeling like this or i'm feeling bogged down with these things or i'm feeling slowed down with these things and i really wish that i could get here and do this and do that um as long as it's coming from a place that's really authentic to you the more that you can talk about your emotions with other people around you the
0: better Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And so with the strategy of responding and informing, when a man-gen does not use that strategy, then they can experience their not self theme, which is frustration and anger. So this happens when a man, general doesn't respond to their environment, they don't let their body just be excited by what's around them, or what's, you know, what life comes to them. But instead, they try to use their mind and say, okay, what's next for me? What should I, what should I do next? And they have mm-hmm. a lot of capability, they have a lot of power to make things happen. And so if they use their mind and decide what to do next, they might be able to make it happen, but it's never going to bring them satisfaction, which that's their self theme. When they let their body pull them towards what's truly exciting for them, they are going to feel this deep sense of satisfaction and joy for life and flow. And when they don't do that, when they don't stay present and let their body respond, they will really experience that feeling of frustration and anger because they're being met with resistance. Things are not working out the way that they wanted to, or they're not working out quickly enough, or they thought that something would be really exciting. But then once they get there and try it, it wasn't. And that just makes them feel so frustrated or angry. So that's why it's really important for them to just go back to that strategy of responding, slow down, let your body feel what's in front of you in the present moment and be honest with yourself. Like, Does this genuinely excite my body, excite my sacral response, or am I mentally placing pressure that this should excite me, but really it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So it's really about that, like intimate connection with your own sacral authority. Does this excite me? getting back to that feeling in your body with no judgment, complete acceptance. Um, and if you ever find yourself feeling frustrated or angry because something didn't work out and you're being met with resistance, that's okay. That's just a signpost for you. It's a helpful thing for you to be able to say, I have awareness that I'm feeling those things. Those are my not self theme. And what that means is that I need to go back to responding, go back to being in the moment, letting what comes to me excite me or not.
1: There's two things that can happen. If you are making decisions mentally with your mind as a manifesting generator, you can either feel really, really frustrated and, and angry. And if it's over time, um, that anger doesn't have to be, you know, an explosive angry reaction. It can be this dormant kind of just overall, you know, upset with things in, in life. And, so it can be that, or you can find yourself being like an energetic slave to the other people around you because you're giving your energy away because you made these mental decisions that don't genuinely excite you. So you're doing things for other people. And then you feel like you have to do those things for them because they rely on you. And you're literally like an energetic slave to them. Um, so if you're feeling like you are enslaved by your life or by people around you, that's another signpost to say, okay, what really get real with yourself? How do I really feel about these things? Okay, how can I slowly change these one at a time? You don't have to overall just change your whole life overnight, but just start with one thing and really get clear. Okay, what is one thing that I can turn from being a no or exhausting in my life to being a yes and exciting in my life? So just really being honest with yourself and taking note of how do you really feel? Do you feel like a slave to your environment and to the people around you? Or do you feel excited for each new day and really answering that for yourself and then identifying, okay, where in my life can I stop and just make room for something new to come into my life that does excite me?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And so next thing that's really important for a man, gen is their authority. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in human design, we say yes. this all the time, but basically the only things that you really need to do is find out your type, find out your strategy and your authority and live by those things every day and everything else will fall into place. All of your energetic gifts will be utilized naturally without you trying. So um, obviously that strategy is really important. And then this is the next thing authority. So for man gens, there's two different types of authorities that a man gen can have either sacral or emotional authority. And they are very different. Um, so if you are a man gen with sacral authority, then you're following those responses in your body instantaneously, right? Like in the moment, yes, I want to do this. I'm being pulled towards it. This excites me. I'm going for it. Um, and you're able to make those decisions about what's right for you based on what your authority responded or what your sacral responded to in the moment. So these, you know, man, gens that have this sacral authority are fast. They're able to make decisions in the moment. They're able to just be like, yes, this excites me and go for it. And that's great. Um, and then the other thing that you can have is emotional authority. So this is very different. If you're a manifesting generator with emotional authority, then you really need to let your body respond to something in the moment with that sacral response. But then you need to check in with your emotional wave and decide, yes, I want to take action on this only when you are in an emotionally neutral place this one is a little different. It's going to slow you down a little bit more. You need to give yourself more time. Like, okay, my body responded to this. So let's say like you watched a movie on rock climbing and your body got so lit up. Like, oh my gosh, yes. I feel passionately that my body wants to participate in rock climbing. That's great. Hold on to that energy and then check in with your emotional wave. You know, today, are you in an emotional high where you're feeling really excited? And maybe it's not a good time for you to decide to go on a trip and go rock climbing. Or are you in an emotional low where like something might feel like a yes to you, but right now it feels like a no because you're in this bluesy mood. So it's important for you, if you have emotional authority to just wait and see where you are in that wave. make sure you're in a neutral place. Like you're just feeling calm, cool, and collected, and then you can decide yes, this response is something that I want to take action on and move forward with and do the next step. And then to remember to inform along the way as you decide something. So the main difference between those two is just that, you know, one, you need more time and and the other one is instantaneous.
1: Yeah. And that emotional wave really um, protects your energy from, you know, allowing other people to have access to it at all times, because you're able to give yourself Some time and space to get clarity and also just to observe how your perspective changes along that emotional wave in the highs and in the lows and in the neutral. So when you're making small decisions for um, either manifesting generator, whether they have emotional authority or sacral, you can still be really in touch with your sacral authority. So, any of those small decisions of do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? Do you want to eat this? Whatever. Really trust your gut and what your body's being pulled towards. But it's those bigger decisions where you need to say, okay, my gut said yes, but give yourself the time to really get clear on if it is a commitment that is right for you or not. Just like Dana said, it's here to bring forth that timing for you and give yourself that space. And it is to protect your energy and protect you from you know making decisions that maybe aren't right for you because you were just at a high or a low in in your emotional wave. So, you can still move just as fast. It's just about that communication with yourself and with others of, you know, this does sound really great to me, but give me a few days, I'll get back to you. It's not going to slow down your momentum as a man gen. It's just giving yourself a little bit of space things can still move forward in your life because you have all these different passions and different things. It's just giving yourself a little bit of space, a little bit of a safety net to say, okay, let
0: me just take a step back and see if this is actually right for me. Mm -hmm. And neither one is better or worse, obviously. In human design, everything that's different is just different. You know, so if you have sacral authority, you can make those decisions in the moment. That's great. If you have emotional authority, you just need a little more time to feel it through, through your emotional wave. That's great too. They're both perfect. They're both valid. And your soul chose whichever one that you have um, so that you can live as your highest potential and be guided in whichever way by divine timing or to be in the moment and be present. So it's really just about having the awareness and being like, this is what I am and living as that and practicing using that authority and just knowing that that's what's right for you and that everyone is different. Cause that's the whole, you know, thing with human design anyways. (laughs) Okay. So next going in for manifesting generators, what are their like fears and deconditioning that they can work on as a type? Yes. I think one of the biggest
1: Deconditioning things that they have to work through is that um, ADD side Mm -hmm. of them that is perceived as ADD by other people, right? That they have all of these different things that they're bouncing around to. When they feel that from a young age that that's not accepted or looked down upon, they can feel like they have to force themselves to be linear, to do things in a set way, to be small, like that they're too big and to kind of dim their shine, because they want to fit in. And the biggest thing for manifesting generators is to just call bullshit on that, to Mm -hmm. just like, cut the chains, release yourself from that conditioning from society, and just say, No, I'm here to have to do all the things. I'm here to have all the passions. I'm here to have every day look different if I want it to. And I'm here to have some days look the same if I want it to. Um, and I'm here to m- mash it all together in the way that feels good to me. So, fuck everyone else, fuck their (laughs) opinions, fuck their judgments, like literally call bullshit on that. And if you're feeling judged for being um, flaky or insecure or, um, you know, crazy bouncing around ADD, just say no, like own that shit. Like that Mm -hmm. is here to serve your highest good and lean into it. If it's Mm -hmm. truly something that lights you up and you're you're not just doing it because you mentally want to prove a point. Like if you're doing it because it genuinely lights you up, that is the conditioning that you can transcend because when you do and you allow yourself to go down all these different routes and change that that's what you're here to do
0: hmm. Yes. Amen. And like a huge thing with conditioning is just that we feel like it's not going to be accepted that you can genuinely do what your heart desires, that you can genuinely just let yourself change and flow. And if you feel like saying no to something today, do it. You know, like there's, there's this idea, there's this conditioning that that will not be accepted. And so man gens can live in fear that no one will accept them if they truly just allow themselves to be free and to be boldly following what lights them up. But the thing is that that is their responsibility to decondition on their own and to know that if they truly accept that they can live that way, and that they can do what their heart desires in the moment, the more that you work on that self-acceptance and self-love and knowing that that's okay and that's what you're here to do and that's who you're here to be, the more that you work on that internally, the more you're going to see that reflected back to you in the world around you. Mm -hmm. It is a non-traditional way of being like having your own job, working for yourself and having many different careers. But the more that you can genuinely say like, I'm okay with this. In fact, I love it. In fact, this is what I'm here to be. The more that people around you are going to feel that alignment and that correctness for you. And it's going to just be mirrored to you all around you, people accepting that within you.
1: Yeah. And like, that sounds like super easy, right? When we say it, but what does that really look like in real life? Right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're older, Mm -hmm. and you've already created a business or created a life that um, is supporting other people around you, you can feel like I can't make changes because I need to be um, reliable for other people. And I need to be supportive for the, the friends and family in my life. So I have to stay the same. I have to keep doing what I was doing because That is what they need from me. And Mm -hmm. it can be really scary to change that because you feel like you're going to let people down or that if you don't sacrifice yourself to make other people happy, then they won't love you as much or they'll be disappointed in you. And really, like if you can get yourself to transcend that, that's like your, your homework, right? Is to say, okay, what in my life excites me and what in my life does not? and then just start there with that awareness, just that alone. It's not going to be overnight of, okay, I know this. And tomorrow I'm only going to do the things that excite me. Um, it's just, a, an awareness of seeing both sides of you. What are the things that excite me? What are the things that do not, and where can I make space to take out one of the things that does not excite me and really just get clear on that and saying to yourself, you know, Okay, this fear is valid. I get, I get why I have a fear of of change or of being unreliable to the people in my life because I do impact them. But just that awareness alone will start to leak in little bits of light and exciting things for you to be able to be fluid and to just trust that when you are fluid and you are doing all of these things whenever you want, however you want to do them, that that is for your highest good and everyone else around you's highest good. So if you feel like you're plateauing, that's a sign to say, okay, I can take this to the next level, but the only way that I get to the next level is if I jump off this cliff of allowing myself to do all the things when and if I want them. And that that's not what society teaches you. That's not what the world tells you is okay of how you you know reach success. But for you, you're here to reach success through play, through your many passions, through all the things. So if you're plateauing, that's a sign to say, okay, I need to open myself up to change and to playing and to following my gut and following what excites me. And how can I do that more in my life? How can I bring that in more in my life?
0: Mm -hmm. As you were talking, I was having so many like light bulb aha moments about my own life with Jared being a man, Jen. (laughs) And like, it's so crazy. Like if he, if he's not happy, it affects me so much. Like his his aura is so like impactful and I'm so used to like when he is happy, like I am so lit up around him, like everything is amazing. And when he's unhappy, I really really feel it and it feels like a big like presence in my life. The thing that makes him happy is when he has freedom. And when he has change and when he has like room to do all the different things. And when he is in like a rut where he doesn't have a lot of like free flowing change in his life, that's really the time that he's unhappy. And, um, like, as we're talking about deconditioning, I've just realized how much, um, even though I'm a projector with my husband being a man, Jen, how much deconditioning I've done had to do on my own about his type and accepting and understanding that like the only way that he can truly thrive and be happy is to allow himself the freedom to change and you know with uh, in our relationship it's been really funny like with the awareness of human design in my life i really noticed like for him to know if any new thing is right for him he has to physically go try it and then tell me if he liked it or not. And that is actually like, it's easier said than done. Honestly, you know, for him to like maybe have a new job and to not know if it's right for him or not until he tries it Mm -hmm. is like a big thing for us to really like accept and embrace and be like, okay, you go try your new job. I'll be here. You inform me when you know if it felt right (laughs) for you or not. But it's been so helpful in our life. So my point is just like the deconditioning and like actually putting these things into practice and not just saying like, yeah, manifesting generators should do whatever they want, whenever they want and should let themselves change and flow. Like that's easier said than done. And like, when you put it actually into practice in the real world, you really are kind of trailblazing and breaking the mold and by letting yourself be this fluid and letting yourself change so much and the people Mm -hmm. in your life, like it, it's really beneficial when the people in your life understand this and hold space for that and honor it because it does like with my own conditioning, if I'm honest, like it's scary for me to be with someone that changes so much because like, we're so taught that like your husband's supposed to be like this stable person who works nine to five. And like, brings home the money consistently. Like that's our conditioning. And like to let go of that, especially from my side and be like, my husband's job in this lifetime is for him to be happy and for him to follow his freedom and to follow his bliss and to allow himself to change. And that that's what's best for him. And thus that's what's best for me. It's just like, you know, it's a whole journey. But once you start doing it, and once you like trust in the fact that this is the only way for you to really live in alignment, then you start seeing it all play out like, holy shit, like, I can't believe this was how we were supposed to be doing it this whole time. And our society teaches us something so different, you know, for man and gens. And it's step by step, all of the things in human design
1: and really living it in real life is step by step. It's baby steps. It's experimenting with, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get into my body and get out of my mind tomorrow. I'm going to be really present and take inventory or awareness of my surroundings and how my body feels and how the air feels on my skin and what it smells like and what I see and what I hear. And tomorrow I'm going to. Really just see if whatever is in front of me, directly in front of me and see if I want to do it or if I don't. And I'm going to allow myself to listen to that Mm -hmm. for one of the things. You don't have to allow yourself to, you know, say no to all the things tomorrow, but one of the things tomorrow, I'm going to allow myself to listen to it, to listen to how my body is telling me what it wants me to do. Um, And just try Just experiment with it. And like Dana was saying, you know, the way that other people can support you is just trusting that your process of having to go experience it first is right for you to be able to figure out if it's right for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also, you know, they can also support you by not trying to put you in a box and not trying to say, well, you have to do this because we all depend on it, but instead encourage you to, well, does it excite you? you know, asking you those questions, does this excite you? Um, and then allowing you to change your mind on yes, it does right now, but tomorrow doesn't. And that's okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. All those things like you hit the nail on the head, especially for like man, gents in relationships, like in a romantic relationship, but also in like a business relationship or with their relationship with their uh, friends or family. All of those things are so important. They really need to be encouraged to follow what excites them and for you to not put them in a box, all those things that you just said, and to allow them to never like want to pressure a man, Jen, to make a commitment weeks in advance. Even if it's like a fun, silly commitment, like going to... You know, a trip, a weekend trip, or something, um, to ask them like a month in advance or two weeks in advance, you really are pinning them in. Um, and it's so much better to allow them to just make the decision that day. Like, do I feel like giving my energy towards this or not? Um, and that one is hard for me.
1: Uh, yeah. I am the queen of planning. And it is so, so, so difficult for me to, you know, be like, okay, why don't you know, like just sit in front of a calendar, look at your dates, tell me if you'll be there or not. Um, and that's something that I'm working through of, you know, letting people be different than me in that way. Right. And letting them do their process that best serves them and taking my, you know, not being bitter. Right. Because that Mm -hmm. goes against my strategy as a projector of inviting people to things and, expecting them to make a commitment right away. And then I feel bitter if they don't. So mm-hmm. like, that's like a self check for me, but um, for like supporting man gens and saying, okay, I'm going to work through my, my bitterness and my mm-hmm. um, live by my strategy and authority and allow you to do the same. And I'm going to hold space for that. And then the best thing that you can do to support the people around you as a man, is informing them at Mm -hmm. every step. So that way they're not guessing, well, did they change their mind? Did they like what they did? Did they decide that they want to do this? Um, All that guessing. And then they're constantly reaching out to you, just annoying the shit out of you, trying to get an answer. (laughs) Um, The best thing that you can do is, is to inform them all the time of what you're deciding, what you're feeling, what now excites you, what now doesn't, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to answer some questions from you guys that you'd sent in about manifesting generators. And one of the first ones was, um, anxiety, how to curb any anxiety that comes from having to slow down because you naturally have so much energy as a man, gen um, that when you slow down, sometimes you can feel really anxious. And how can you curb that anxiety? Hmm. So I would say that, um, that if you're feeling anxious, that's a good signpost to know that you're really in your mind, And that you're really in your head and you're trying to make decisions and rationalize them in your mind. And to really just take a second and like, imagine that energy in your head and picture it dropping down into your body and really just feeling it in your body. And then saying, okay, how does this make me feel? Does this make me feel constricted or does this make me feel expansive? And then just really getting present in your body and saying, okay, what is directly in front of me? What do I want to respond to in this moment and not, um, being 10 steps ahead in your mind? Because the slowdown here isn't to say, okay, slow down for a week and just don't do anything and let life come to you. The slowdown is really to just say, okay, if you did 10 steps ahead, maybe you skipped some steps. So, and then you're going to have to go back and do them. And that'll be really frustrating for you. So just take a second Be in your body, get out of your mind and respond in the moment. And that should help with that anxiety with, with slowing down and just knowing that slowing down doesn't have to be for a whole day. It can just be for a second, literally Mm -hmm. saying, okay, what are all the steps here that I'm wanting to do? Okay. Let me trust my gut to lead me down this path versus my mind charging the way.
0: And another thing with man gens with anxiety is that they're very physical people. They have a lot of physical energy. So if they're not, using all of that energy in the day, I think it can create frustration and anxiety for them. So I've noticed something that's really helpful for Jared is to f- find his physical medicine that he can go to when he is feeling that restless, anxious feeling. Um, so for him, he just got a mountain bike and it's been so good for him. Cause anytime I'm taking like a projector nap and he's like, I'm restless. Like I need to go do something. He can go, bike. Mat- bike because he genuinely enjoys it. And it clears his aura so much. It clears his mind. It helps him get back in touch with his body and his joy. And then he's able to um, really effortlessly respond and be more present. So I really encourage any man, Jen, to find your physical medicine. The trick is that it has to be something you genuinely enjoy. So don't just get a mountain bike because I said mountain biking. Like you have to make sure that it's something that you genuinely like, like. So like whether that's dance or whether that's yoga, or whether it's boxing or swimming or whatever the thing is that you love, like just to know that that's a tool that you can go to, to clear your aura, to clear your mind and to get back in touch with your body, um, and your sense of responding.
1: Yes. I love that. Um, another question that came in from you guys was manifesting generators and friendships constantly changing friends and um, feeling like that's like ADD, I guess, within your friendship group.
0: What would you say to that, Dana? It's interesting because I think um, if anyone has a problem with a man-gen changing and being fluid and like canceling on things um then they're really having that problem within themselves so if you have friends that it's like triggering them um, that you want to be fluid and change, then those friends really need to look within and they might be having problems accepting their own self if they're having problems accepting you. So I would say to really not worry about it and to just do your thing and to let things play out. And the friends that love you and support you um, will be there to accept the way that you do things and the way that um, you need to live to be in alignment. So I would say like, get out of your head with it and just do your own thing. Just trust that when you live life in alignment and use your strategy, when you inform people and all of that stuff, that all of that stuff will work itself out. Um, and that when you are informing people and living in your strategy, if you have friends that still, it just doesn't work out, then that's okay. Like maybe that's just not meant to be, but I think you'll find mostly that when you're living in alignment, using your strategy and authority and informing people that, everything will just work out and people will be able to accept you as you are.
1: Yeah. And I think releasing any guilt um, that you might put on yourself and just Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to be fluid and know that you're here to have many different friends and um, you know, have many different types of relationships with all different types of people um, and not saying, well, if I have this type of relationship with this person, then I should have it with this person because that's fair or this is that or blah, blah, blah. And just saying, you know, like, F that, and I'm, I'm releasing all that guilt, that self judgment, and just being fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love um, that. And then I think that we answered a lot of the other questions, which were, you know, how to know if you're more of a manifester, which again is that sacral center connected to your throat center. And um, yeah, and the ADD questions. So, I mean, again, you're here to be a way shower, get out of your own way do what excites you, do what lights you up, start with the baby steps and really just um, try it. And and hopefully your friends and family can support you in doing it too because you do impact them so much. And um, yeah, we love, we love our man, mm-hmm. man gens. It's, <laughs> it's like, they're so intense, but honestly, such a gift. Like even yeah. like I was saying before, Steffi just texting me this morning gave me so much energy for the day. And, um, and that's when you're doing the things that light you up and you're just going with what your gut says and meeting with this person and that person and doing this thing and going to these places. Um, that's because that's where your energy is needed and Mm -hmm. where you're going to get the most from and where other people are going to be able to receive from you the most as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. When I think of a manifesting generator, I think of someone just like doing cartwheels down a grassy hill with like rainbows flying behind them. like (laughs) That's what their aura feels like to me, like just so joyful and so excited about life. And there's such a beautiful energy. Um, But I do want to say if you're a manifesting generator, since you are this hybrid of the two types, I really do recommend getting a reading um, just because you have these specific channels and stuff within you. That's either more manifesting channels or more generated channels. And it really does kind of get more specific for you and figuring out Mm -hmm. um, which of the energies that you have more in your chart. Um, so if you're feeling like, and you know, like we were saying in the beginning of this episode, they, man gens get left out so much and kind of lumped into generators because in the end they are, um, do have a generating aura, but you are your own specific type and you deserve to have clarity on that. So we just Mm -hmm. want to encourage you to dive into your chart more in depth. If you're feeling, um, confused about what's special about you specifically.
1: Yeah. And also knowing what your projected channels are that, mm-hmm. that all of us have, um, the potential to have projected channels and knowing which ones, like which gifts of, that you naturally have need to be recognized and invited first before you force them on other people, which is mm-hmm. what it really feel like. Yeah. For them because as a man, Jen, you're here to do the things and say the things, but it is really helpful during a reading to know, okay, well, these things about you, it's actually but more beneficial if you are recognized and invited and you'll be recognized and invited when you listen to your gut and you're in certain situations that bring you to that place where mm-hmm. you'll be seen. Yes. So it's a whole thing, but um, <laughs> we do recommend doing a reading. It's way more in-depth. Um, in our booklets and charts, we go into some of your channels and gates, but um, readings are really where we get really in-depth into your goals, what you're wanting to accomplish, what your energetic gifts are, et cetera. We get into the nitty gritty. And the booklets and the charts are more of a tangible thing for you to have to look back at, reference flip through, take notes, highlight, and really have something physical that you can, um, a physical representation, I guess, of your human design. So they're both for different things. Um, so we just encourage you to whatever is exciting you and um, lighting up your gut in this moment, that to follow that, um, follow your bliss, follow what excites you, follow the, the, the light that you feel within And thank you for existing and thank yourself for existing because, damn, like you are here and Mm -hmm. you're needed. (laughs) So I'm grateful that you're a man. I hope that you're grateful you're a man, Jen. I'm grateful (laughs) that you're a man, Jen. All right, guys, I think that we answered most of your questions. And if you have any others, though, reach out to us on our Instagram at dayluna or on um, our email, which is hello at daylunalife.com. Or you can find us on our website, which is daylunalife.com. And just um, keep in touch. We want to continue the conversation. We're going to do more episodes where we talk about manifesting generators in different ways. So um, we can answer some more of your questions later on
0: as well. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, you guys. And thanks for being here.